0: welcome to conspiracy what i hope you're sitting down for this episode and if you are it's called gravity or is it
1: it is called
2: gravity but what is gravity
1: i'm cameron i'm
2: (laughs) ellie i'm jen And today we're here to tell you that gravity's not fucking real. What's holding you to the earth? We don't know.
0: That's basically the theory. But we're going to find out. Not really. We're going to talk about it for three hours and not have a conclusion. But it'll be fun.
1: (laughs) A famous philosopher once said, gravity is working against me.
2: An even more famous philosopher said, gravity don't mean too much to me. And that was Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance. Did they know all along that gravity is not really a thing? Anyway, we're kind of just teasing you guys on all this. Um, oh, also, welcome back. We're gone for a couple of weeks, but now we're back to continue our quest to educate you all on the world's greatest mysteries and truths.
1: So gravity, Yeah, uh, yeah. it's defined by Britannica, those idiots, uh, as the universal force of attraction acting between all matter. But does it matter? Maybe not. It's hard to say. Um, Anything with mass also has a gravitational pull, which is a pull towards the center of said mass, which is pretty much how we understand gravity to work as we currently understand it. (laughs)
2: But gravity is only a theory. It's not actually scientific fact, which is what all of these conspiracy theorists, that's the thread that they're hanging upon on this theory, Mm -hmm. is that it's just a theory.
1: Right. Because the idea of planets having mass and pulling things towards them with said mass may not be the entire reason why we're held to the planet. It could be a lot of other things like tiny particles that we don't know about, tiny organisms that we don't know about. It could be, it could be little microscopic turtles that are holding us down making sure we don't float off the planet, but
0: we all have an invisible alien pressing down on the tops of our heads (laughs) to make us stay. Yes. Uh Yep. Or we'll get to what the flat
2: earthers think. We'll save that until yes. when when we get there. So what is gravity? As NASA says, we don't really know. This is a quote. We don't really know. We can define what it is as a field of influence because we know how it operates in the universe. And some scientists think that it is made up of particles called gravitons, which travel at the speed of light. However, if we were to be honest, we don't know what gravity is in any fundamental way. We only know how it behaves. That's what NASA said. Okay. That's from a NASA site. Yeah. NASA.gov.
0: So it's interesting. So Britannica defines it as a force, but the newest data suggests it is not a force. Yes.
1: Which is Einstein versus Newton. Yeah. Yeah. Einstein doesn't define it as a force. Newton defines it as a force. Einstein is more correct, mm-hmm. most likely.
0: So as it's known as a law of attraction for Newton's law. So Sir Isaac Newton, you guys know the guy who <laughs> ha- got hit in the head with an apple. Yeah, the apple story, that's probably and a myth. He was super curious why an apple fell from a tree and hit him on the head.
1: He was also very strange. He was a very strange man.
0: He was. Okay, so Einstein's theory is it's um, a possible bend in space. And it's very basic core. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're not going to go over like You guys can Google physics. in your own time. Have fun <laughs> reading up on Theoretical physics in your spare time?
1: There are experiments that you can do, and you can go find where, like, you can get like multiple sized balls and you can like drop the heavier one in and then try Mm -hmm. and like spin them around the ball and you'll see kind of how it reacts. And then you can drop in another one and see how it reacts now that that new force is there. And that's essentially a visual representation of how Einstein's gravitational pull works. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, so uh, in a nutshell, mass creates gravity. So. Since we don't know exactly what it is, and it it can't be defined as fact, there are um, lots of different groups and people who think that it's not anything at all. (laughs) (laughs) This is my favorite thing.
1: (laughs) The idea, just real quick, with the mass is just that the bigger an object, the more it can pull in, which Mm -hmm. is something that is observable throughout the universe as consistently happening. We all know we go around the sun. The sun does not go around us. If it went around us, then this wouldn't work.
2: However, there are many problems with gravity.
1: I wasn't done. I was also going to say everything with mass has gravity. Even if you don't notice it, even you have gravity, which means if there's a small enough object around you in theory, it would also be able to orbit you in space. So that's a fun thing.
0: That's why you guys like hanging out with me. <laughs> you couldn't even say that with a straight face all <laughs> the time. <laughs> it's my gravitational pull. Your gravity.
2: Okay, um, now I can say that there's other problems with gravity. Um, the first one I read was that Newton just invented gravity, so therefore gravity's not real.
1: That, Great that, that's, point. That, that's not how that works.
2: I mean, Newton said, I have a theory. Like, he made it up.
1: He did, he did technically invent gravity. This is different yeah. than, like, the electricity thing. Like... Edison didn't, (laughs) or Franklin didn't, invent electricity. He observed electricity. Yeah. Whereas Newton literally invented gravity, but he didn't invent the, like, the way it works, the way it behaves. You mean he didn't
2: make us stay on the planet and we were all just kind of floating around aimlessly?
0: Do not piss that guy off. (laughs) That's all I'm saying.
1: I think he's dead.
0: (laughs) Is he you think
1: I'm pretty sure he's dead. What do you
2: mean? You I think? didn't
1: look it up, so I can't I'm be sure. Pretty sure he's
2: not still alive.
1: Isaac Newton, famous mathematician, supposedly died in 1727.
0: Oh, oh man, is he dead?
1: <laughs> supposedly, supposedly.
0: Okay, so Newton's theory is that there are multiple ways to explain the movement of objects towards the earth. No. No. There are multiple ways to explain it. There are multiple ways to explain it. And Newton was like, okay, so I'm calling it gravity. He just wrote a mathematical formula.
1: He's one of like 10 people that have come up with different reasons for why we stick to the planet and why Mm -hmm. planets stick to other planets.
0: I wonder how, was it just like because he was influential, he knew people who knew people, and so that's how his name went down in history? I think he just had a fancy story about an apple and
2: people liked it.
1: He was part of one of the most prestigious scientific groups at the time. We know about that because all the way back in the Hollow Earth episode, we talk about him (laughs) and the group that he was a part of. (laughs) Oh yeah, we did. So you want to go way, way back, Uh, we do bring all of that up, (laughs) then uh, go listen to that and remind us of what it's called.
2: All right. (laughs) <laughs> because we're not going to. Okay, so somebody tell me about this Dutch dude.
0: Um, so I discovered him through research, Dutch physicist and string theorist, Eric Verlinde. I'm assuming is how his net last name is pronounced. He claims that the equations we currently use to describe gav- gravity are obtained by averaging things on a tinier scale and forgetting about certain details. And that, friends, is... Wait, what theoretical certain, what certain physics in a nutshell. He doesn't have any examples. His so video, I literally this. took this, that sentence from his video. That is verbatim what he says. So yeah, it's just- Well, what does that mean?
2: I don't know. Are we saying that Earth is a tinier scale and we can't measure the entire universe?
1: Eric Verlinde is a very smart man. Let's just say (laughs) that. He is a very highly, highly intelligent person. He is probably smarter than like a hundred of me put together, right? Like he's extremely intelligent. However, he wrote a paper on this, Mm -hmm. which even his colleagues have gone against because it makes no sense.
0: I uh, found a PDF of the paper Mm -hmm. and read... Probably ten pages of it, and then was like, I have absolutely no idea what any of these groups <laughs> wow, you of words mean. Way thing. further than I did. So I read, I'm gonna like, try to watch a video and see if he can explain it. And I still don't understand it.
1: He's not very good at explaining. I read anything. like half
0: the abstract. <laughs> I think that happens a lot with really, really, really smart intellectual people who have theories for everything. They they cannot put it into words.
1: One thing I will say about him is that after all of his colleagues came out and said, I don't understand what you wrote and this doesn't make any sense with what we have, because essentially what he did is he said that he took the idea of gravity and he took it away from the equations that he was creating. So Mm -hmm. he just assumed that gravity didn't exist. And he went off of that, which is something you have to do sometimes. But it also is something that can get you into a lot of trouble and end you up in a lot of conspiracy territory because Mm -hmm. you are ignoring things. That you could be working with instead. You
0: you aren't using, you're saying averaging things on a tinier scale and forgetting about certain details, which has no, there's no fact in that statement. It's just, okay, well, what, what are you averaging? (laughs) things. Yeah, what
2: are these, what's this about maximizing chaos?
1: So, essentially to kind of, and I didn't understand this point that he made, but he said that he believes that gravity, or the illusion of gravity, is an idea of how nature maximizes chaos, essentially. He said this in the video that I watched. So and we're held
2: to the planet by chaos.
1: Well, it in nature's ability to use chaos mm-hmm. is kind of what it is. Now, he does go on to explain this a bit more. He said he ends up comparing it to pressure and temperature, um, and and kind of the density and movement of molecules and atoms. He specifically says atoms within a gas because atoms within a gas are very chaotic. They're very fast moving. Mm -hmm. He thinks that there's most likely some kind of particle that we don't know about that is causing that same type Mm -hmm. of force based on its movement. So essentially, he thinks gravity works like an atom in gas. That's his best comparison, like his most grounded comparison that he makes, and the only one that my not as smart smart brain could understand. So that's about (laughs) as much as I I
0: grasp
1: onto this.
0: I don't trust atoms.
1: Yeah, or Eve's. They really. make
0: up everything. We'll <sighs> leave it in. Um, so Eric Verland compares this Oh, so his idea of how nature maximizes chaos. He compares this to pressure and temperature. Oh, you were describing this. And the density and movement of molecules and atoms, which... So we're just like surrounded by gravity? I have no idea what any of that means. Yes. He
1: (laughs) thinks that we're literally surrounded by gravity. So he
2: believes in like the gravity. So
1: so the best visual of it is say someone... Like say you were in a room full of smoke. That is essentially the way he sees gravity. We are just always in a room full of smoke, but... In terms of the gravitational particles that hold us here, or like I said earlier, tiny turtles. I like that <laughs> idea better. Just a okay. bunch of tiny turtles swimming around. Cameron's
0: conspiracy. And they you.
1: hold us down.
0: Gravity turtles. So the reason gravity <laughs> <laughs> turtles, <laughs> gravity is not a force because forces have an equal and opposite reaction, right? Force. force. Yes, yeah. but, but
1: gravity, gravity doesn't... causes force, which is a discrepancy. But, but, it's,
2: but it's not a force. But it causes so force. It causes, what, what force. It? It causes so kinetic
1: it? movement. So that's because like the apple falling from the tree yeah. has kinetic energy. Yeah. So,
2: But gravity only pulls the apple down. Mm-hmm. That's all gravity does. It can't push it back up. Or and can it can't well, stop no, it in midair.
1: Like no one said it can't. It just it causes kinetic energy. Like it can. Yeah, but that's why yeah. it's not
0: a force. So why does right. gravity only seem to pull Yes, yeah. your question. And I,
2: I saw something that said that maybe dark energy is the opposite because it is the thing that's expanding the universe, but gravity would be pulling. So
0: if you really are bored on a Sunday afternoon, Google dark energy and we'll try to understand See you later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> take a couple shots with you and... so
0: i um so the idea that we are being pulled by gravity so mm-hmm. i can see the argument of like well then why aren't we being like sucked through to the <laughs> center of the earth <laughs> Um, and that would yeah. be because the gravitational pull on Earth is weaker than, say, Jupiter. Mm-hmm. But no one knows how much gravitational pull is on Jupiter because no one has lived to tail the tail Yes, but why is gravity so weak? Because our puny human
2: muscles can jump and defy gravity for at least a second. But yet it seems to be able to pull us to the Earth and also pull in entire planets.
1: Yeah, but the question. A big thing with gravity, too, is that not only does it pull us, but we actually technically pull it as well, which you can physically see with the moon.
2: But we're not moons.
1: No, but the moon is a big representation of how that works. I'm just saying the moon is a big represent, representation of how that works. It revolves around the earth because of the earth's gravitational pull. However, Talk it about also pulls here, on the earth. I'm just saying that's <laughs> I'm a visual about I'm saying we're saying the gravity only pulls and that is true, but the reason why it's balanced is because one thing pulls on another thing. Without both things pulling, then you should have one pulling.
0: So the moon has weaker gravity, which is why we're not constantly up in the air being pulled in two different (laughs) directions by the earth and the moon. Oh, there you go. That's that's science. (laughs) All right. All right, Cam. You get to take it away. Gravitropism.
1: Gravitropism. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So just (laughs) a quick thing. I apparently didn't finish typing this out. So... This is just a quick thing, and I am not the authority on this, and I do not know a lot I about kind of gravitropism. <laughs> Plants have something called gravitropism, which essentially has to do with how their roots grow. If you've ever seen a plant where it is like growing out of something and then bends upwards, mm-hmm. that's positive gravitropism because the roots are growing into the planet while it's letting the rest of the tree grow out however there are examples of negative gravitropism, which is where the roots grow up instead so which is the negative force there but it is a visual for how gravity affects plants because everyone has seen that at some mm-hmm. point in time trees bend really weird But it's because roots always grow towards the pool of gravity, or they're supposed to. And fungi do this as well. And then everything else grows up because you have that support. So you're saying
2: that trees don't, as Jen said, have an alien pressing down on top of them at all times. Well, (laughs) I
1: guess if we want to go that way. uh, Part of what goes along with this, though, is one of the, obviously, one of the most well-known parts of a plant, which is the stem. The stem is also kind of a proof (laughs) of gravity in that way, because without gravity pulling something down it would need a stem to hold itself up so that's one of those proofs hmm.
0: i can definitely see why eric verland calls this like nature nature maximizing nope Gravity Maximizing Chaos in Nature. Yeah. Or Nature, Earth, maximizing, nature maximizing Chaos. Nature Maximizing Chaos. <laughs> yeah, see, I said it right the first time. Um, it also chaos. reminds me of the chaos theory that Michael Crichton came up with for Jurassic Park for Dr. Ian Malcolm. Okay, if you've only seen the movie, it doesn't explain it as well. Read the book. It's much better. The whole book has this, and Michael Crichton was a very good scientific writer. He came up with a lot of his own science facts or sciencey ideas that he... Science. That his characters would claim as fact, and so chaos theory is that is like it is and it isn't. It's just chaos. So plants can grow through cement, but because chaos, they
1: won't grow if you give them tap water.
0: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho's moving on. I we're gonna move on from the plant talk,
2: and we're gonna talk about the anti-gravity alliance.
1: Damn it. You could have said we were going to leave.
2: Ha-ha. <laughs> we're going to leave this behind Why don't you us. make
0: like a tree?
1: And leaves. And
0: grow in positive gravitropism. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, we need to talk about the web address for the Anti-Gravity Alliance. Because it is squeeb1134.tripod.com.
1: I'm really mad I pressed on it, honestly. Because I feel like I'm going to get a virus.
0: One it's actually a member. secure site. Is it really? Yeah. I don't know why they chose Squeeb one one three four, but I think it's awesome. And Anywho, boy is this full of fun stuff. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the the copyright on the website is two thousand eight. Oh. So somewhere in two thousand eight, sometime, some person, because they don't really have any. Um, Squeeb. Squeeb. Yeah. Squeeb himself. Herself. Themself. Themself. Came up with the anti-gravity alliance. Gravity is not real. It cannot be seen, heard, felt, tasted, or smelt. And Cam's <laughs> counterpoint is you can't do most th- of those things with all forces. But like gravity I just is not a force. I didn't write that this time. <laughs> Way to go, Allie. What's up, world? I'm not the dumb one. <laughs> well, gravity is not a force. So, Boom. Argument.
1: But it forces sustained. you to stay against the planet.
0: So their arguments, like the main... Part of their page that is just gravity is a lie. Yeah. How do birds, bats, and insects fly? This is my favorite quote (laughs) regarding birds. Oh, yeah. He says,
2: or they say, does a sparrow possess some sort of anti gravity? People try to tell me about lift, which I have never seen. And then she calls him a quack.
0: (laughs) 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 I didn't Uh. mean to do that.
1: Sparrows are famous for their quacking.
0: It was a a foul pun. Uh, They also ask, how do airplanes fly? Why do balloons float up? How does a siphon work? Why aren't we and everything else crushed to the ground and pulled to the center of the earth?
2: Another quote beneath this.
0: I don't have any trouble jumping. Do you? They're the ones who said, no scientist has ever measured the gravity on Jupiter. So gravity is a lie. It is not a scientific fact. It's also... They don't believe it's a theory either. Um, that's their website doesn't really have a lot of other stuff. No, their there's like sources, a, or it, it, I think it says like sponsored other was, sites that like sponsor their work. But if you click on those things, while, none of them have anything about gravity no. On them. While they're odd, they don't. None of them say no. anything about anti-gravity. So, and there you go.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a whole part that says like proof. And it's just like this story about mm-hmm. how, you know, like it just reminds me of like flat earthers and they're like, you know, if you ask somebody like, how does a balloon go up? They stop talking because they don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So ha, you won the argument
2: because and then they, they try and say something about particle displacement, but that's not a thing.
1: Yeah. Well, so helium balloons can float up because it's not the balloons themselves that float, which I didn't like their wording because I felt like it just meant that all <laughs> balloons float,
0: I don't know. which We all have not... seen anti-floating. <laughs> no, <I literally laughs> just you fill said... <laughs> it up
1: with your breath; it's not going to float because it's not. It's it's denser than air at that point. That is why helium floats helium
0: though. is a gas
1: it is and it is lighter than air mm-hmm. which is why so as air is pulled down helium rises above it mm-hmm. this doesn't mean it's not pulled down it's just pulled down less than the air around it is that's just the simplest way to put it in a vacuum they would both fall the exact same way
2: mm-hmm. but you don't know how it works
1: a vacuum it's not
2: gravity nope
1: like the universe is just one giant room. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> The earthquakes are when it bumps into corners of the room, it's... We're all just
2: stuck in a Roomba, <laughs> eternally. Goddamn. I know it's um, in the
0: same kind of vacuum.
2: So, I love, my favorite thing about this site is that this person thinks that since they can't see gravity, it doesn't exist, which seems to be the basis of their theory here. And I don't mean, like, since they can't see it working... Just us standing on the planet is not enough for them. Yeah. That's I mean, like, they can't see, like, what color it is. Like, they want to see
0: something.
1: Yeah, like but oxygen. That old joker.
0: They're just, <laughs> I think. There's so the- many things. I think it's funny when people are like, well, it's not real because you can't prove it to me. And it's like, okay, but you breathe air and you, you breathe oxygen. You can't see oxygen, mm-hmm. but you're breathing it. Do you not believe in that either? So you're just existing by pure will?
1: It could be <laughs> micro lung particle turtles. You don't know.
0: Well, the turtles breathing don't for know. you? I
1: feel like no one learned from the platypus thing. Like this guy shows up and he's like, this animal's real. And everyone's like, well, I don't see it. So it can't be real. So he just you know, plops one down in front of them. But you can't do that with gravity. I mean, you could plop something down in front of someone, which is gravity, gravity. but you can't. It apparently doesn't work.
0: Yeah. Gravity. I just dropped a wine cork on the table. <laughs> It just reminds me, in
2: eighth grade, I had a physics teacher who wasted so much time dropping our physics textbook on the floor and going, boom, gravity, that I don't think I learned anything other than what gravity does to a textbook. But he literally would just take the textbook periodically throughout class, just drop it. Gravity. It does
0: that, therefore it is.
1: You know, if the oceans heat up and they stay connected to the earth, then that just becomes a gravity.
0: Steeping all the plants in the in the water so it's gravity.
1: Gra- okay, trademark Gravi-
0: that shit. We're putting it on a bumper
1: sticker. <laughs> okay, let's.
0: Anomalies! Anomalies? Anomalies. Anomalies.
1: Gravitational anemones. <laughs> anomalies. <laughs> anem-
2: <laughs> Do those things even have gravity?
1: Gravitational anomalies.
2: Anomalies.
1: Now I know what you're thinking. You know what an anomaly is. You know what gravity is, or do you? Yes.
0: I meant to look up the actual, like the Webster Dictionary definition of an anomaly. No. Just of because an anomaly. I'm, yeah. Oh, anomaly. Just, yeah, just anomaly uh, by itself. So we can we can put it all together as like
1: an abnormal thing, a marked <laughs> deviation from the norm or a standard, especially due to a congenital. <laughs> <preferred> <laughs> You're a child. <laughs> <laughs> I read from the medical dictionary. I just realized.
0: I am an anomaly to my parents. <laughs> right, that was a medical dictionary.
1: We'll go with the free dictionary. Uh, a deviation from the common type, rule, okay. arrangement, or form, irregularity, abnormality, or to someone or something. Anomalous.
2: <laughs> Great. Now that we got that out of so way. Let's talk about gravity anomalouses. So, anomali? anomaly?
0: Anomalies. Because it's a lie. So there are quite a few. They're they're tourist attractions now because somebody somewhere walked sideways down a mountain and was like, "Oh, I could make money off this shit." <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, there are a couple uh, different things with these, like, mystery spot gravitational anomaly, quote-unquote, things that aren't actual gravitational anomalies. Most of them are just optical illusions. Oh. So there's some of them where, like, a building fell a weird way, so it looks like it fell up the mountain, or, like, the surrounding area. The surrounding area looks like, like, it makes a road that has a slight downhill look like mm-hmm. it's going uphill, so then it looks like cars rolling uphill and shit. So, like, that's most of what those like roadside attraction things—they're
1: illusions. Yeah, they're yeah.
2: illusions
0: more than actual optical illusions. Moments. And there are a lot of um, real scientists who have put in the work to find out scientifically why. Well, first of all, they built the building sideways. Or,
2: <laughs> Well,
0: why the illusion? what What happens to your brain when you see it and you you just believe it's it's real because it's an optical illusion. Anyway,
2: I think somebody like a parascientist actually did do like an actual scientific paper on the mystery spot in California. Oh, I'm sure.
0: I found I googled in a lot of things, <laughs> y'all. There's a lot of stuff out there. Okay, so this is what kicked this whole thing off. Mm-hmm. This idea came to me or in a dream. In a dream. <laughs> as I was listening to a podcast about the serial killer Herbert Mullen, who was a paranoid schizophrenic. And so when I heard this episode, when I heard this one specific thing that I'm about to tell you, I told Cam and Allie we should do an episode about the mystery spot. Well, it's already been debunked, kind of, so then I was like, how about gravitational anomalies? And right. thus, this episode was born. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so, <laughs> Herbert Mullen lived in the Bay Area of California and he kind of hopped around from the bay san francisco and further down the coast to santa cruz and inland and the redwood forest and everything okay he has paranoid schizophrenia his whole reason for killing is that he has to sacrifice the, the earth wants blood sacrifice to stop earthquakes Wait, really? Yes. Oh. Okay.
1: Did any so, earthquakes happen while he was doing this? I don't want to, like, support it. I just so want to ask the question.
0: I don't know.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's the important thing to know. So there
0: was, like, the earth-shattering <laughs> earthquake of 1906 in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And it was hugely devastating. And after that, there was World War I, World War II, Korea, Vietnam. So this is post-Vietnam and he's like, oh my God, the earth needs the bloodshed of the sacrifice of people because we, or we'll have this uh, next devastating her- earthquake. He was a paranoid schizophrenic. I don't know if I mentioned that he was mentally ill. He's <laughs> still alive. Yes. He's still in prison.
2: I just Googled him. So. It says he confessed to the killings, which he claimed prevented earthquakes. Yes. I just love how like candid and short that is. See,
0: he so he ended up near the mystery spot in Santa Cruz to kill a, a high school classmate from... It was, He wasn't in high school, but this was, you know, a past acquaintance. Mm-hmm. Um, once he was close enough to the gravitational anomaly, the voices stopped and he felt real clarity and claims in, I think it was a book. So I heard this on last podcast on the left. He would often go back to the mystery spot to alleviate the psychotic mumblings in his brain. Okay, so the mystery spot is in Santa, just outside Santa Cruz, California in the Redwood National Forest. It is a circular area of effect around 150 feet, or 46 meters, for our European listeners, in diameter.
2: <laughs> we do have some of them. So
0: this, the theory is within the mystery spot, perceptions of the laws of physics and gravity are questioned. So that's the mystery spot. Okay. It's a huge tourist attraction. I've never been there. I drove past it and decided not to spend the ten dollars to stand sideways on a mountain. We need the. Pictures. There's a ton of videos on YouTube if you want to see what it's all about. Or
1: Wait, I'm confused. What does Mullen have to do with this?
0: You didn't. You didn't hear anything she just said. I
1: did. I don't understand.
0: He, when he goes there, so the gravitational his voice is anomaly. Oh, that's is what, affecting his brain. That's it, though. So it's yes, just yes. So, I looked this up. I did some Googling to figure out how gravity affects our brains. We consulted the Googles. So, here it is. According to the National Library of Medicine, gradual loss of cerebral circulation with increasing acceleration beyond 5G will cause changes in the patterns of brain electrical activity. And so a lot of that has to do with how they measure brain function on astronauts when they leave earth's gravitational pull. Mm-hmm. And if they spend a lot of time, who was it? Was it um, Scott Kelly who lived at the international space station for like two years? I think it, I think was, it was him. Scott Kelly. He came home and he was actually shorter than when he left. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of different things happened to him. So the The theory being that gravitational anomalies fuck with your brain. Hmm.
1: And they do exist. We do know that. They
0: do. And they probably aren't as large as the mystery spot claims. Because they're like... They built a cabin on... Well, it's a shack, but... Yeah. What they claim is the gravitational anomaly, which... Some people claim when they go there that they have, they get really dizzy, they get nauseous. Some people can't even go through into the shack because they feel so unbalanced and sick. So, a lot of people think it's real. Probably. So, the National Library of Medicine, their webpage where I found this information, was really interesting actually. I read, I only, that's the bare cliff notes of what I found. There was actually really a lot of interesting information about how gravity affects our brains. Hmm. Science, go read it.
1: Yeah, and in terms of like gravitational anomalies like that, there's there's also there's also like proven areas where we have less gravity, like the Hudson Bay is known to have less gravity, but also along the equator because of the centrifugal force, uh, there is less gravity along there mm-hmm. as well. I also would like to say. Herbert Mullins an asshole because there's still plenty of earthquakes in 1972, <laughs> 1973. Yeah, his
0: I looked sacrifices this up. I did not did not um, help. Well, me. obviously,
1: I think he <laughs> did it place. wrong. If nothing else, <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry, Herb.
1: You didn't read the instructions very well.
0: <laughs> okay, um, I don't I don't know what all happened to him, but like I said,
1: life imprisonment.
0: Yes, er, I don't know if he got any mental um, mental help in prison. Probably not. Probably not. So, poor guy. That's what I'll say, because mental illness is a bitch. Okay. So, another... I've done a lot of Googling in the last (laughs) month. That's what this podcast is for. It's true. (laughs) Okay. So, Project Grace... Stands for Gravity Recovery and Climate Experiment. This was launched by NASA on March 17, 2002, um, revealing more detail about the gravity field than has ever been available before. Data provided by GRACE are substantially improving our knowledge of Earth's gravity and a number of important aspects of global change. GRACE, uh, GRACE is like a, it's like two satellites. The pictures are kind of cool. GRACE does not make measurements of the electromagnetic energy. Instead the two GRACE satellites themselves act in unison as the primary instrument. Changes in the distance between the twin satellites are used to make gravitational field measurements. Okay, I found all this on a web page that's we'll post in the newsletter or at the bottom of the show notes. Um, the info on the webpage was archived in March 4th, 2004. Hmm. So there's no, they're not. It's this is not an active project. Uh, NASA tabled the project. <laughs> Cam, we can't, the listeners can't see you (laughs) doing air quotes. (laughs) So. So it might be a thing still. There could be more information out there, but I'm guessing NASA lost their funding for Grace. Or they realized
2: that gravity's not real, and so then they couldn't really prove anything anymore. They were like, oh
0: shit, we actually found, we actually solved it, but now we can't release this to the public. So So now it's hidden because gravity is fake. Yes. I don't know. Okay, so I didn't mean to put Project Grace in between these two comments. So, but I found a cool webpage earthobservatory.nasa.gov which also has to do with gravitational. Anomalies. Is that the one that had
2: all the maps of like different variations Yes. Of mass? So, this yeah. has
0: and we'll put it in the newsletter. It has images of like thermal imaging of gravitational anomalies or what they think they would look like. Yeah. Um, gravi- T anomalies are often due to unusual concentrations of mass in a region, which, if we're going with the mass creates gravity. No. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Catholic mass? Mm -hmm.
1: So without Catholic mass.
0: That's why the Catholics are allowed to do what they do, because they have mass every Sunday. Well, actually, every day they hold mass. so. So
1: dinosaurs were just fucked then. I don't think they held mass. Why
0: they are
2: excluded? No.
1: I I'm not positive.
2: <laughs> um, so, if you're saying there's unusual concentrations of mass all over the planet, how did it end up so round? Okay, because all planets are round, and gravity. Are they steady. though, Allie?
0: Mm-hmm. Are they? And they
1: look round. Mm-hmm. The Earth without its water it is not round.
2: Okay. Okay. But is gravity it's an, like an old equal apple. force? Hmm. Nope, because how not does that horse. work? Hmm? Gravity's not real, Cameron.
1: Wait, but how? <laughs> how did what you just <laughs> say mean gravity's not real? Also, planets have completely different landscapes. Some have mountains, some don't have mountains, some have craters, some yeah, don't have craters. Yeah, gravity's
0: not what's
2: making the planet.
0: Ah, she snapped. That means this conversation. Is over. <laughs> Who found that? I think actually this was maybe in that paper.
2: This was a lot of science that I couldn't understand. I know. I so really, 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 really tried to read this and figure out what the hell they were talking about. But literally at the end of the article, no joke, it said, bottom line, scientists have found a gravitational anomaly inside a crystal. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean?
1: I've actually read about this. You and I have talked about this before.
2: Okay, see, I thought so, that's what that was, but I could yeah. not understand what this paper was There's saying. There's mass inside a crystal. Mass. But how is there a gravitational anomaly inside
1: So it? here's <laughs> a fun side theory. There's a side theory that... So, one of the things we know is that black holes have more mass than anything else. That's what we assume. Like, they've got more mass than anything else in this universe that we can observe, right? And we've only just recently been able to kind of observe those. Um, But what they have found is that crystals, strangely, sometimes have an increased density or an increased mass that causes them to be heavier than they should be. Which is a very strange... It's it's a very strange element to crystals, and mm-hmm. um, because of that, there is the idea that due to this heavy mass, we could, in theory, have like tiny, microscopic, like more than microscopic, black holes inside of crystals, which is due, which, which is what's creating that mass. So but that's a very side anomaly? theory. That would create a gravitational anomaly, though, because hey, you have like such a heavy concentration. <laughs> It's because you have such a dense concentration, of like, or such a heavy concentration of mass inside of such a small object.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: just, it makes it, it makes it way more. Have you
0: guys seen the movie Horton Hears a Who? Yep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like an entire little. <laughs> so you're saying a who is a black hole. No, I'm saying um, a town, a village of who's could live on a flower and Horton can hear them, but he can't see them because they're so small. That
1: is the plot of the movie. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
2: exactly. Um, Are they a gravitational anomaly? Probably. Okay.
1: So a black hole is a black hole no matter how small. That's yeah. what we've reached yeah. the conclusion of. <laughs> yeah. Make a shirt that, out of in that. Other, in other words, though, there are gravitational anomalies again that we can't observe. Things like that within crystals, which has led to the idea that there's. Some people think that maybe there's black holes inside of crystals, and also other people say that that's why crystals can give you like weird energy or help your vibe yeah. or whatever. There it are a because... lot
0: of people who who put a lot of faith in the energy of crystals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm sure a lot of. Our... And that's why you have to recharge them under the moon because they need.
1: Yeah, don't <laughs> charge them above the moon.
0: Don't take your crystals or to
2: the moon with you. you. That'll probably trigger an alien spaceship or something. Speaking of space and weird theories and shit, <laughs> let's talk about flat Earth. Yes. Not all of flat Earth, just what they think about gravity because I love it. Okay. What's the Flat
0: Earth What's the Society webpage? <laughs> That's the <a> trip.
1: <laughs> it's fun. There are so many Flat Earth pages that are fun. You
0: can get very lost on this webpage. Yeah. Sure. Just type in gravity in the
2: search the forum bar. Mm-hmm. There's also oh, the a fun.
1: Facebook page for Flat Earthers that want to date.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: that way you date someone within your own belief system. What is it called? I don't remember. There's oh. another one that's for pregnant Flat Earthers called Flat Birth. No way. Flat Birthers. Ew.
2: Yeah. Go on Facebook. Type in Flat Birthers.
0: I don't yep. want to. No. Yeah. Okay, so according to the flat earth society their theory of gravity is universal acceleration also known as ua which, yes they call it ua which asserts that the earth is accelerating upward and i don't know so at a constant rate of 9.8
1: milliseconds know, milliseconds so. meters per second
0: meters per second squared squared this produces the effect com- commonly referred to as gravity the flat <laughs> <Science>. <laughs> mathematics this is why i'm on a podcast and not actually exactly a scientist <laughs> we don't do science so the flatter theory claims there are two ua models the dark energy and the davis plane
1: One of those sounds
0: the dark energy model proposes that the disc of our earth is lifted by dark energy and an unknown form of energy, which, according to globularists, globularists, <laughs> globularists, people who believe in rounder, <laughs> yes,
1: rounders, <laughs> they're called spherists
2: Glob- globularists, globe. I don't know why they just call them globularists. Remember, physicists.
1: When you make... are a flat earther, the only thing to fear is sphere itself.
0: Sphere. Um, Okay, I'm gonna start over (laughs) so our listeners get that whole thing. The dark energy model proposes that the disk of our earth is lifted by dark energy, an unknown energy form, which according to Globe I can't say it. Globe people, physicists. Makes up about 70% of the universe. The origin of this theory is unknown. Cool. Okay, the Davis Plane Model states that there is an infinite plane of exotic matter somewhere below the disk, pushing in the opposite manner of traditional gravity. This is a recent theory and is in (laughs) progress
2: (laughs) from the website. (laughs) Okay, so they think that something is pushing this disk of Earth up through space. Yes. Okay, I don't, I don't remember. So they think that it's dark energy.
1: Well, so they think it's done yet.
2: So do they in Flat Earth, is, is Earth still rotating around the Sun?
1: No. Depends on who you are. Work. So okay. So we need to do a Flat Earth episode. For anyone who doesn't know, Flat Earth is exactly what it sounds like. Some people might not legitimately know. People think that the Earth is flat. That's it's that simple. Uh, however, not all of them are friends. They do not all agree with each other (laughs) and they do not all believe the same things. Particularly
2: about the placement of
1: the sun and the moon. Particularly about a lot of things. Some of them think real, just quick as an overview. Some think that the earth is in the solar system just as we say it is, but it's flat and nothing else is. (laughs) Some think that we live on a flat plane that extends out forever. And there's no such thing as the solar system. There's just little sparks of light out there that we see. And then they think that the sun and the moon, the moon being an illusion, go around the plane of the earth and they think that outside of the giant ice wall like we're in game of thrones yes
0: it they extends believe
1: further yes. and that the governments of the world know about this and are already using that space meanwhile we're just trapped in the center of it yeah
2: stay tuned to the podcast for a future flat earth episode then you have the time the, to comprehend this
1: then there's the others who say that all planets are flat and that we are just observing them incorrectly. Well, there's is...
0: also—I don't know if this is flat Earth theory, but there's the people who don't believe in outer space at all.
1: Well, that those are the one, yeah, like the ones who believe that the sun and the moon, like yes. the moons, so there illusion, they believe. is there's nothing. No yeah,
0: it's just yeah.
1: Right, it's just okay. a dark sky. But anyway, so
2: if something is pushing the
0: Earth up.
2: Right,
1: like
0: so, a what? dog's head outside of a car. What's that? The God? You know the the fo- the. It's Atlas, the guy with yeah. the earth oh, yeah. on his back.
1: The one who carries the earth, mm-hmm. yeah. That's
0: what it is. <laughs>
1: who tricks Hercules, I think, right? I don't
0: know. At but one point, So or you're, was so you're he saying tricked. that Atlas is just pushing earth through space. Yeah, there's a, a giant um, sculpture of a Greek god just holding us up.
1: I'll accept that.
2: But, like, Kim, like you were saying earlier, like, then how come none of, like, our faces are, like, flapping yeah, behind so, us? Like, like, <laughs> <trees aren't>,
1: like. <laughs> so, like, that's one thing that, like, when Ali was talking about this earlier, I was sitting there, like, The world y'all live on uh, is terrifying because, like, tree limbs just... Like straight down. Our hair would constantly be blowing. I mean, I
0: just picture a what? dog with their face out the window. Yeah. And
1: also, they say that the Earth, these are the same people who say that the Earth isn't moving in a solar system because we'd be able to fucking feel it. I
2: know. Okay. What? It doesn't make any sense. They're like, there's no gravity. There's just like wind resistance. I know. <laughs>
1: Guys, if you're listening to this and you're a flat earther, okay. It, it, Please one, a, you probably me.
0: don't want to be listening no, to this. No, you, you
1: know, do. Send, send me a message. Send me a message. and i want to talk i want to talk about it i want (laughs) to i'm curious i've watched just so people know if you are a flat earther i want to go ahead and say this i am not one of those people that has not just delved heavily into all of your educational videos i've watched hours of flat earth stuff and i still don't understand it it still makes no sense to me and i've heard i've heard so many flat earthers say all you have to do is give it a chance I've given it so many chances, and I still don't understand it. Come on, guys.
0: It's kind of like me reading theoretical physics. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. Okay. Well, now that we've gone through the flat earth model,
2: um, I also, there's like this wacko paper out there that was published where basically, um, I don't think any of us could get through this whole thing.
0: Javad. Farday. 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 Or is it Chavad?
2: Let's see. That's kind of what I was thinking.
0: J is an H. J A V A D
2: is his first name.
1: We are not a name. And he is an independent
2: researcher. (laughs) He thinks that gravity is generated by atoms.
0: To put it lightly. Yes. That's. He wrote an entire um paper. Article. Yes. Paper. Peer-reviewed piece. Yes, and it's on. Here's the website: sciTechnol.com. And he has this whole rambling theory. And the only thing... So, it says, like, at the top, it says the date. And then it says, like, his name and independent researcher in California. That's it. That's that's his credentials. So... Yeah. It doesn't even say PhD. Either. You can do with that what you will. And he believes, yeah, that... I could open the paper. It's... I don't know if I... I found nothing I could read. I mean,
1: really, just sounds like he read Eric Verlin's ideas and he just took Verlin's ideas and said, okay, it's not a force that we don't know about. It's just the movement of atoms already
2: around us. So I saw a header (laughs) that said, gravity is generated by the interaction of quarks, which is also part of uh, theoretical physics. And electrons specifically, quarks and electrons interacting Mm -hmm. with each other. The effort
0: between one quark quark and one electron creates gravity.
2: But we actually—I don't. I think we still don't know whether or not quarks are real.
0: Um, this dude's email is on here. I think we should probably. Oh, nice.
2: I believe quarks are just an inappropriate quack.
0: This guy's a quark. They're rated
1: R. (laughs) Okay.
0: And he's aware. I think. Well, he's calling it an unprecedented theory. Um, I misread the word uh, hadron. I'll let you guys think about that. Gravity is inside (laughs) the hadron (laughs) that supplies all the gravity and unification among all the elements in the universe. See, and this doesn't even, the wording of this sentence doesn't even make sense.
1: I mean this this sounds just very much like Eric Verlin's yeah. which again to like go back to Verlin, Verlin doesn't actually... he said that there's a possibility his theory is completely incorrect. He is not like one of those that's like, I'm absolutely correct. He does say he doesn't believe gravity's real. He does that's he lives by that. That's just the way he lives yes, his life now. Yes. But He does say that his theory could be wrong, and even if it's wrong, he doesn't regret coming up with it because it makes people think, which in that case, I do agree because it's important.
0: Yeah, and I think like perusing this, this publication, this paper, I would say it's a little easier to understand the theory than it is to understand Eric Verlin's paper, so do with that what you will
1: i feel like if eric verlin took a couple of years off and didn't read his own paper and went back to read it he might not fully understand what he wrote based on what his colleagues who are of the same intelligence have said about his own paper including i believe his twin who said that there were things that even he didn't get about it necessarily but did <laughs> yeah. they're both physicists this is quite a story Eric Verland is a very interesting man. I think he's a very intelligent man. I think he has a very interesting conspiracy theory. And I love him because I think he's a good proof.
2: Damn, burn. <laughs>
1: that I, I think he's a good proof, though, that you can be very highly intelligent and still believe in a conspiracy theory, which is the whole point of the show is just having fun with conspiracy theories sometimes. And he's totally ready to be wrong. Did which you just call great.
2: all of us and our co-hosts very intelligent? Uh, sure. Cool, thanks. Yeah. That's recorded.
1: Minus one, but I'll let him figure it out. Oh god, I shouldn't have said. I'll
0: let them figure it
1: out. Yeah, them. I'll let them roll it. Well now we it know out. it's
0: not me. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not you. <laughs> it's not you, it's not Angel, it's not Serena, it's not Sarah, it's not, not Jackie, Chelsea. it's not Chelsea, it's not Allie, it's not me.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: we don't know who it could be then.
0: Deductive reasoning. Ah anyway. Um So that's what we've got for
2: this Convoluted theory. Those are the not, not facts. <laughs> I think this theory is very strange because nobody seems to have a good explanation for an alternative. Most of them are just kind of like, gravity's not real. Why? I don't know.
0: And nobody else does. And That's, full stop. Well, it's funny because like you sent us that article. That was like, now they believe trees aren't real. So it's this thing of like, <laughs> what else nothing real? is real.
2: <laughs> Everything is a theory and nothing is real. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what they've done here is they've, they've really grasped on to the, the fact that gravity is just a theory I, and that we, we don't really know fundamentally how gravity works, but we know that we all haven't flown off into space and trees can grow upwards and, you know, everything else that gravity does.
1: Kind of yes and no. Like one thing that I like about this, I will say, is that I think it's important to challenge scientific theories no matter how, no matter how much of a mainstay they are in society. Because just because you accept something is true doesn't always mean it is, which is the whole point of science in the first place. It's the whole point of that whole way of life. Mm -hmm. So Eric Verlin's idea of just challenging something, which he said you don't get to do very often, as he said. You don't get to challenge things that, like, Newton and Einstein came up with very often. It's very difficult to do. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very important. And I don't think that they're necessarily wrong. I just think at the end of the day, they're spending too much time arguing semantics, it's yeah. That's what it is at the end of the day. At, what we need to do is we know how gravity behaves. And at the point that we know how it behaves, we need to use that to figure out how other things work. Because otherwise, you're just spending too much time arguing semantics and pretending like things aren't real, which is an issue. Yes. But at the end of the day, is gravity real? It's just a term that we use to describe why we're pulled into something or why we remain on something. So, I mean, I guess you can call it whatever you want. But it would be
0: interesting to know why Newton chose the word gravity. Hmm. I say at the end of the show when we don't have time. Why research, is it even called gravity? <laughs> I love etymology.
1: That's interesting. Uh, it came from the uh, more precise word gravitation, which comes from the Latin word gravitas, from gravis, which means heavy.
0: Well, there you go. Etymology. Which would explain for the it because wind. that's
1: essentially Newton's idea. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Things that's why heavy it's called and
1: gravity. And that down. doesn't completely... That, that's not wrong for Einstein's theory, I guess, but it's also not correct.
2: I mean, it's heavy enough to bend space.
1: It's its based... Mm, it's different.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Physics
0: its shit.
1: It's different, but it—it it, at the end We're of the day... We're not here to sick. explain Again, physics it would and be shit. semantics. <laughs> it's just semantics.
0: Well... This idea popped into my head that theoretical physics is basically a bunch of people coming up with explanations for things, kind of like conspiracy theory podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Ha! I thought it was funny.
1: So, okay. So, what does everyone believe? Allie, what do you believe?
2: Well, gravity's a thing, and I... Okay. I mean... I, I understand yeah. that we don't know exactly how it works, but like we also don't even know like how our own brains work all the way, or like everything that's in the ocean, or, or
1: dreams.
0: Yeah, like our yeah. brains. Yeah. And
1: or instincts, even which are kind of a question. There's well, a lot yeah, of and that are this questions.
0: obviously was an anomaly. But why did Herbert Mullen have this experience he had mm-hmm. near the mystery spot?
1: And why do we still have earthquakes <laughs> if we have Herbert well. Mullin?
0: <laughs> anyway, his theory I think- was way off. <laughs>
2: I think gravity is real, obviously, because something is here doing gravity's work. But I think it'll be cool once we figure out exactly how it works.
0: Maybe there's like, our feet are magnetic. <laughs> and there's magnetic for, anyway. magnetotrons. What do you believe, Jeff? <laughs> I mean, it's obvious that there is some, we can call it gravity. There is something working for and against. Keeping us on the planet. The chaos of nature. I mean, we obviously stay on the planet. We don't float off into space, which the astronauts who've gone to outer space claim that there's no gravity. Allegedly, allegedly, less, allegedly gravity. Less, less gravity. But they, you know, they float. They can't. They, um, well, they've only been able to walk on the moon. It's not like they've walked on Mars or Venus. So they say. <laughs> <laughs> That's another episode. <laughs> So yes, I believe that, yes, I believe in gravity. Cam, what do you think? That the Earth accelerates
2: upwards um, for, what is it called? 9.2 milliseconds. Universal acceleration.
1: I'm not so sure about the math, but I will say that uh, Earth is most likely a flat plane built by aliens, and underneath it is obviously the thrusters, guys. Rockets. The thrusters, which is why the further down you dig, the hotter it gets, because you're just getting close to the thrusters. So really, they're just kind of testing it because they want to build their own planetary spaceships Stop it. and they're not afraid of us just ramming into something. You're and gonna exploding. make the Flat
2: Earth Society open a new forum. <laughs>
0: it's a reasonable question though. Do you believe in gravity, Cameron? Yes. Okay, cool. Now,
1: one thing that's fun about gravity is I did want to say real quick, like there is always gravity in space, and there's it no matter where you are at any point in time, you are always going to be able to observe gravity because anything that has mass has gravity which means even you do which means you can never be in a place without it until someone proves that it's not that it's non-existent but you'd have to be in a gravityless space to prove that which then that wouldn't really prove anything
0: i recently <laughs> heard i don't know i was watching this thing on netflix about black holes and the 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 scientist who was talking about it he said they now know that the force of gravity in a black hole. Basically what would happen to mass, they they said a human being, would be like if you went into a black hole, it would be like you turned into spaghetti. It was like it would be like if you went through a cheese grater.
2: Ew. So it's probably
0: good we <laughs> don't have that much gravity here.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But that's what they were talking about with the gravitational pull of a black hole. So there you go. This is fixed at the
1: end of it. Anyway, that's gravity. Let us know if you think it's real. Let us know why you think it's not. Um, I'd be Please interested to know in not. a lot of things. Yeah, uh, let us know if you're a flat earther, as always, because I'm curious, and also if you want to have like a real discussion, we have a real discussion. That's fine. I'm curious. I've listened to a lot of hours of gravity of not gravity of flat earth stuff. So, <laughs> what's I, that
2: documentary you watched like five times?
1: It is. Behind the curve. It is behind the curve. Uh, A 2018 documentary about flat earthers. I know a lot of flat earthers don't like it because it makes fun of them. It does. I'm sorry. But it also gives a lot of real facts by interviewing them. It honestly makes fun of them by having them speak. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. I love the documentary to death. I've seen it four times and I will watch it again.
0: (laughs) So. Right after this.
1: Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, just let us know. Just let us know what you believe. As always, just let us know if you believe anything. I don't care what it is. I want to know what it is. As long as it's not, like, hateful shit. I want to know what it is. Anyway, I'm Cameron.
2: I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Right.
1: Uh, <laughs> and from all of our other hosts, thank you so much for listening. Wait. And we have social media stuff. Facebook. We've got a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.
2: we got good reads.
1: got Goodreads. Got
2: reads. Um, I did find a book for this one. It's called On Gravity right. by Z... A-Z. Literally. A-Z-E. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I'll put that on there. and There's probably other ones as well. And of course, our newsletter. will have some pictures. Yeah,
1: we got a newsletter. It's got pictures. It's got all kinds of stuff. Maybe we'll put it in pictures. a picture of this man who tried to stop earthquakes. Is he a good Samaritan? Is he a serial killer? He's one of those for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you decide, I guess. Uh, anyway. That has been us. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, remember to always stay stitious and remember not to let anything hold you down. Even your gravity.